Welcome back. Welcome back. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> okay. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Point Five Podcast. Today we're here with Serena. Hello. Josh. Hello. And I, David. It's been really hot lately. Pretty scorching. It's been like a desert here. There's a heat wave. Yeah. I don't think it's ever been this hot before. Like reaching 40 degrees. That's like insane. Three days in a row too. Yeah. Three days in a row. I think that's a record. It's going to be, I think, 40 degrees tomorrow and then 42 degrees on On Monday. Monday. Yeah. Like how... I'm actually concerned. Like how do people survive in this kind of temperature? But you know, like this is... uh, I mean, it also depends on humidity and right. right? Like how we actually feel that temperature is a bit different than yeah. what the actual temperature is. Yeah. Um, so I know like in Korea, it's it's like you get AC everywhere. So that's how they right. survive, right? Yeah. Man, I mean, though, like it makes me want to move to somewhere really nice and cool with like the current weather we're having. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's pretty nice and cool in your basement. The basement's nice. Yeah. 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 Gotta I'd, escape. I'd probably never leave here. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of moving, today's topic, we're going to be talking about um, moving and the nature of moving and some general tips and stories about moving. So I guess just to like start off, are you guys, do you guys consider yourself a frequent mover? How many times have you guys sort of moved around in your life so far? I think Serena, from when I, when I talked to her, I think she moved the most out of all of us. I think I've... I think I move every like at least five years. At least five years. Yeah. How many times did you move in total though? I don't think I can count everything. Oh really? Yeah. Would you say it's over ten? Um I don't think it's over ten. But Mm. it could be actually. You know what? It could be ten. Wow. But it might not be. It might not have quite reached ten. Yeah. Ten times. Like where do you move to? To wherever I go to school. Oh, okay. Because like my mom never wants to um, drop me off. <laughs> give me rides. So she would always, um, we would always move to a place where it is like walking distance of, mm. of like the school I would be attending. I can testify because I remember once she showed me like a place she moved to in like grade two or one. I don't and remember. And it was literally 10 seconds of a walk. It was like the house is right in front of the school. <laughs> so it I was, was like, it's a, it's a townhouse complex basically right across from the school. But it was the first house that you see um, like initially when you enter into the complex. So it's literally like five second, 10 second walk from the school to yeah. the house. Holy, so you don't have to use the school's washroom ever. You can just go home. (laughs) (laughs) Literally walk home. I can if I wanted to. Dang. What about you, Josh? How many times have you moved? I actually haven't moved a lot. I will, of course, all of us moved from like another country to here. Yeah. That's a big move. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I've like moved three times in total in my life. And like it was all within Burnaby. And then my final move to Surrey in grade five is where I'm, I'm still living. That was 2005. So I've been there like... Almost like 16, wow. 17 years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I guess yours was like mostly just local moves after the sort of immigration yeah. move. Do yeah. you have any like more sort of major moves? Well, I, I think for me, it was most times it was like I'm moving different cities. So I was in New Westminster. If, if y'all listening <laughs> who live in Vancouver know any of these cities, I used to be in New Westminster um, when I like first initially came to Canada. 
And then, um, and then I moved to Surrey. And then I was there till I think up until like the end of elementary school. And then I was in Coquitlam for middle school. And I stayed in Coquitlam till the end of high school. Um, and even till actually first couple years, no, all of university as well. And then um, after university, that's when we moved to Coquitlam. Oh, do you have like a memorable or sort of favorite place you moved to out of all those places? Um, I think for me, I prefer being in Coquitlam Center just because um, like everything was within the walking distance or like drivable distance, whereas everywhere else is kind of like, it's like emehe, it's like awkward mm. to go to, like whether it's like groceries or like shopping um, whether I have to like run errands or like meet people and stuff. So, mm. yeah. So like the sort of practical aspect. Exactly. Exactly. Good for you. Yeah. And then obviously like transit because I didn't have a car then, but now I do. So it's like, I guess it's not like a huge factor as to if I live close to, um, there's, if there's like a Skytrain station or a bus station nearby. So yeah. yeah. What about you, Josh? Do you have like a favorite place you've been to so far? Honestly, I think my favorite place is right now. Mm. I my past memories of my like places that I've lived in weren't that pleasant and I think that was so because it was like when I was really young and my parents were kind of getting adjusted to Canada Vancouver oh so the places itself like I remember my first house there was like dead rats oh <laughs> right? no it's because like my parents like there, there was no Google or there was no like internet that could, they can just search up like what is the best neighborhood to live in right so they weren't able to do their due diligence and then kind of find out places that were good to live in. So we lived in pretty like crappy areas. There was one apartment where the windows would break because of the wind. <gasps> what? <laughs> Holy. Yeah. And that building is still there. It's right by Metrotown. And like that building, when I think of it, like the memories I had was like a haunted apartment. Oh my. So yeah, my favorite memories are with me now in the place I'm living. But I think it's not too bad because even if it's Surrey, like you're right almost off the highway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, even if you want to, you know, travel different cities, then it's not too bad. I, I actually agree. My location is so good because... It's, like, just when you enter Surrey. Yeah. And it's right past the sketchy areas of Surrey. So It's, like, the central um, city area where it has, like, all the shopping district. And exactly, stuff. yeah. Dang. I mean, at least that apartment's, like, memorable in a different way. <laughs> uh, I guess. I remember, like, I couldn't sleep at night. Because of like the wind, the wind like cracking the windows, but yeah. do you guys have a um, a preference of like living in a house versus a apartment? I think oh, so. what's your take? I think it's distributed. I don't know if I speak for everyone on this, but like I think when you're young and when you're kind of like you don't need a lot of space, I'd I'd want to try living in a condo or an apartment, live up in a high rise. By young, you mean like young adulthood or like like young as in like Baby. kids. <laughs> <laughs> Young adulthood, right? Okay. And then once, once when you're I, like single and like just starting off. Yeah. Like even having a baby is okay. But once that baby hits like a stage where they're just like running, running around, around, knocking things out at one house. Mm, that's very true. That's very true. You know what I found is, though is like living in a house is a lot of work. 
Mm. Like you have to do all the cleaning. And if you have like a backyard, then you have to take care of that backyard. If you have like grass, obviously in your front yard too, then you have to also cut the grass. Shovel like, the it's so snow. much labor. Oh, shovel the We're snow. That's so true. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's like so much like extra labor that could be very unnecessary if you live in a condo. But also like strata fees have went up. So oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it could get very expensive, I guess, nowadays. But I have yet to live in a condo. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. And like, well, the only sort of apartment type setting I've lived in was in Korea. And they don't have amenities there. So oh, yeah. there's no benefits of living, I guess, like not cleaning. but <laughs> As much, yeah. You're right. There's so. no amenities in Korea. Um, I think the newer homes, like the more, I know, like the more luxury and... um newer apartments that are built or that are there currently, um, they have amenities that, that uh, what is it? That apartment can only use. And oh, it's okay. like very exclusive because yeah. these homes are like luxury homes, right? I've and they're those. very, very expensive. So like you would basically like go to the clubhouses within that um, apartment or condo and you would like network with the people. You can't go wow. there though. You have to be like Samsung's children. Or like-, like exactly. That's oh, how dang. that's how it works. So then you would like network with people who are like able to obviously afford these homes. Yeah. And like live in these homes who. It's capitalism. capitalism. Exactly. It is. That's exactly but what it is. It looked super crazy. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it is. It's <laughs> like they'll have like a like a golf practice range. What? Yeah. Inside or like a cafe. I know. Um. What is it? Um, you know that? Um, Lotte Tower 2? Yeah. That building, I think they also do like, um, there's like a restaurant and like cafe where they will like deliver um, uh, like breakfast and stuff to your room. It's, it's literally a hotel. Have, <laughs> what the fuck? Because I know a couple of the floors are like a hotel yeah. and then the rest are like actual homes. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. So like they'll have those amenities and services available. Dang. But it's like super expensive and like you can, um, they have this also thing where, um, I don't know how I know all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, how do you know all this stuff? <laughs> but they have this thing where like, um, they have a hole where you can drop your um, food waste and it'll like go directly down into like a food waste container. That's so that convenient. They, yeah. Holy. Yeah. And it'll like just go like drop down. Dang. Like it'll I've, have its own ele- food waste elevator. <laughs> I've seen like uh, posts that had like diagrams of the like, new coming like, uh, like these luxury apartments, and the comments were like, "I can't even I can't even work there probably. Like <laughs> I can't live there, but I can't I probably can't even get a job there." <laughs> it's like so. It's they have really high security and you know. Yeah, it's crazy. Speaking of Korea, like, do you guys recall the time when you moved to Canada from Korea? I, I was so young. Yeah, I was pretty young. How old are you? Guys? I was seven months. My mom said that I was very, very um, uh, squirmy. No, like I was taking on the on the plane right oh. here because I was like a baby. Right. So the um, the what is it? The flight attendants were like really like babying me. Do they still do that? They were taking care of me very well. Whenever you go on planes, (laughs) (laughs) I remember you. I remember you. (laughs) Probably not. It's been like twenty what twenty six years, twenty five years since that's. that's Her age has been revealed. Oh, seven months plus. (laughs) 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 What about you, Josh? Do you remember? I don't, and I I came a little bit older 
than um, Serena. Definitely not at seven months. I came when I was three years old. But even then, so I just have like seen memories of the moments in Canada after we moved, but I don't remember the process of coming to Canada. So they did, did your parents ever show you like photos of you back in Korea or like just ever tell you about how yeah. and why you guys came? Yeah, I, I, I do have like really vague memories of being in Korea as well, which is very strange. Yeah, but, but yeah, I definitely saw photos of me in Korea. And it's weird because back then I was a Korean, right? <laughs> and I can't imagine baby Josh being a Korean. It's it's weird, but yeah. Dang. I mean, I, I came here when I was, um, I guess, much older than you guys in grade two or three. Although I did go to live in like Australia for when I was like three or f- three to five as well. Yeah. I had a couple moves. But then like when you're young, we tend to move based on sort of our family's needs and like our parents' decisions and not really our own will. However, as we're like you said, young adulthood, we kind of have our own sort of uh, freedom, freedom, right? To mm-hmm. go to places and things. And like, I want to ask you guys, what would kind of make you consider moving from where you are right now? What kind of things would make you consider moving right now? I know Serena's marriage. (laughs) (laughs) I guess, well, that is now, but um, just about last year before, like right before pre-COVID, you guys know I was going to move to London, right? Oh yeah, right. that was a thing. Yeah, that was the oh plan. Oh my goodness. Like I had like my acceptance letter from school. Like I was looking for dorms <gasps> and um, like housing mates and stuff. Um, so I guess for me, I think I was so bored and sick of this place because I've been here all my life. Like I've only lived in Vancouver. Like I haven't lived outside of um, Vancouver before. And so I felt like I was being very... Um, like my peripheral vision was becoming very narrow. Right. And I wanted to expand it and I wanted to like go out and like be, um, you know, adventurous and explore. Different cultures and stuff. Yeah, that too. And like meet different kinds of people. Because I feel feel like if I'm just in one place and I'm limited to like a certain type of people. Um, and you know, obviously because it's like the West coast, people are a little bit more like laid back, Yeah. but I wanted to be more inspired by people who are like very driven and like hustle life. Oh, I see. So So people from London. Well, not exactly like London, but people who are actually like really driven and like passionate to, um, like do whatever they want to do and, um, and like learn from that. So, yeah. I guess that was a thing last year, but now it's like <laughs> I'm ready to settle. I'm ready to, <laughs> ready to down. settle. Um, where, which city are we gonna live? <laughs> Saskatchewan. <laughs> so yeah, I guess that's the thing. So like, I guess like now though, what are some things that you look for when you're like moving? Like, as at that new place, would you want that to be like? Is it like sort of the environment or like growing? growth opportunity you have or is it more like it's got to be chill place good weather kind of thing like I think for me now because my next chapter in life would essentially be marriage like you said like I would look for neighborhoods which are like neighborhoody or like have like (laughs) what does that even mean like do you like you know like Langley is kind of neighborhoody oh like very like a cozy kind of like like community like like, (laughs) 
neighborhoodie. <laughs> like it's a thing. It's a thing. It's you know? a thing. Yeah. yeah. It's a thing. Instead yeah. of like, you know, where I live right now, like Berkeley, it's not really neighborhoodie. Is it hoodie? <laughs> <laughs> well, my hood is hoodie. <laughs> it's it's more like it's not really city, but you know, it's not like family oriented. If you right. know what that means, like in that sense, right. it's not very like community like. Let's so say it that way. You'd like to wake up to like a neighbor coming out at the same time and yeah. be like, oh, like, good hi morning. There. How are you? Yeah. Well, Watering the plants I see. Well, you know, you, there's a lot of like newlyweds that come to Langley because um, obviously it's cheaper, but like, I think it's also because it's, um, it's it's still a developing city and it's still growing, but it's relatively still suburban enough. Yeah. Um, so I think that's why people are moving here and you have like families who want to like grow their children and, you know, let them go to school here and, and make stuff it, like that. Make it more neighborhoody. That's crazy. It's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like farmers living together, but then like newlyweds living together to farm their children or something. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> hey, like how's your crops doing? <laughs> How are your crops doing, man? Oh my 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 crop <laughs> is doing well, is getting B's and C's. <laughs> um yeah, I think that's what I look for now. Um and obviously another big factor would be um, the commute to um, work. Ah, mm. from Langley. I mean, Ooh. you still got the highway. That's true. That's true. So it's not too bad. Yeah. I think at least. What it about could be you, worse. Josh? Do you want to move anywhere? I, I remember you wanted to move to like Korea for a bit. I did. And you also wanted to like try living in other places as well. I think you still do, right? You want to still I, go I, for I still a do. Year? I still do. I mean, my next chapter is hopefully not marriage yet. I, I do still want to like kind of take the time to develop myself. I guess I'm still at kind of at the stage where Serena was at last year when she was like, I don't hate Vancouver. I'm going to go to London. I'm going to go to London and, and do, do, do stuff in London. But like I, I, I'm kind of at that stage still. Not Where so, you want to go to London? No. <laughs> not so much as much that I want to like get out immediately because I'm not really searching for options outside of Vancouver right now. But it would be nice. I did want to try living in Toronto. Mm. Just because like what Serena mentioned, some places have more of that busy, bustling hustle life. And the people there, the culture and the community kind of live like that, right? And I do want to kind of be exposed to that. So yeah, I, I did want to move to Toronto. But as of right now, to be honest, like I just got a job here and it's going well. So I'm kind of feeling like I just want to live here. And like I think said, when you find something kind of stable, yeah. like it's hard to um, like let go of that and then consider doing like a huge transition. That's very true. Mm. Like yeah. once you find something that's stable and you see yourself like doing for a long time, but then uh, when you actually do it for a long time, you'll be like, you'll get bored of it eventually. I think at this oh, age I see, I see, yeah. and especially um, nowadays where like there's not a lot of people who will like stay and put in a single position for like for the rest of their life until yeah. they retire. I think it's more of a trend to like continuously like seek to do other things yeah. and like develop yourself. Like go to school again. Yeah. Or like go to a different city and like get a new job and yeah. stuff like that. I, I I totally agree because I think once you get too stable and it becomes kind of a boring pattern, some people want that instability again. To kind of stimulate themselves. Right, right, right. Yeah. Is right. it for growth, do you think? 
I think so. And it's for people who I think, like Serena said, are a little bit more ambitious and they want that kind of life, right? And I think there's like a stage in your life, like throughout your years and your like young adulthood where you um, find to seek that again. Yeah. Yeah. I actually really agree with that statement. And yeah. I think for me, it came about like three, four years into my job. Oh, and then- but I heard that usually like job kontegi, what what is kontegi in English? The first, hur- the first hurdle, or like I don't know, the pinnacle of hardships. <laughs> <laughs> like comes in three, so it, it's like your third year, your sixth year, your ninth year of of like doing of something. Like, yeah, of like doing like the same thing. It's like playing samyuku. With your so, work, like that's yeah. <laughs> one, two, three years. <laughs> like that's kind of like how it comes. Like you're so then you get like bored and bored, and you start thinking like, oh, maybe like I want to do something new. Oh, mm. interesting. But it is very true because I just um, uh, started my Pilates instructor thing, and this is like my almost my sixth year into my job. Oh wow! And when I start, when I was considering um, moving to London, it was like close to three years. Oh, wow! wow. Imagine what she'll be doing in the ninth. <laughs> I'm going to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like this kind of just brought that up earlier, but I was gonna ask you too later, like if he were to be in a position of leaving everything behind, sort of like how our parents were, because they have mm. been very stable. They have a Good job, right. a family. And then I guess like situation is easier now because everything's more global. But would you leave everything behind to go to like a foreign place? And like, if so, like what would make you do that? I think we discussed like growth would be one thing. But then even with a family, would you be able to make a decision like that? I definitely think it'll be harder. Um, but I've talked to my significant other <laughs> that like later on in life, if I want to like pursue something new, that he would have to let me. <laughs> oh, wow. You had that discussion with him. Yeah, because I was like, I'm not the type of person where I can just like stay still <laughs> and like, and just like do something for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess it would, I guess marriage would kind of make it, it might make it different. Like I would have a different mindset because then I would kind of be stuck. I think not just marriage. When you have a kid, you have to be stuck. That is very true. Yeah. Like one, like, if you're a newlywed or like if you're married and you don't have a kid, then you can still have the ability to do other yeah. things. Because I've seen couples. Yeah. Like I have a very close friend of mine who's been married for I think uh, around I think like four years now. But um, the the girl, she recently um, got into policing. So she's um, training wow. right now to become an officer. But they don't have kids. So I guess that's like one of the biggest factors, like why they were able to do it. Right. um, And how they were able to do it. And I know that the husband like really pushed her to be able to like pursue the career because she she wanted to be an officer for a long time. um, But she never thought that she could actually do it. Yeah. But then her husband was like, oh, you know, you you would never know until you try and you would like forever think about it. If you never like actually test it out, so yeah, now she's wow. like she's got in, so she's that's an inspirational. Um, story. She's training, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I think that's actually pretty cool. But that is actually what Josh said is actually pretty pretty accurate. Mm. Is that if you have a kid, then it's, it's much harder. To take it a step back though, because you mentioned you moved around here in Vancouver a lot, 
but mm-hmm. that was so your mom could put you closer to school. Right. But it's usually people like people move, so the kids have to move. But was it, for your case, was it like you wanted to move schools? That's why the family had to move. <laughs> like was that's it- kind of essentially how it works. So then, like we we. So like after elementary school, I have to move on to like middle school and then middle school to high school, right? Oh, that sort of thing. Yeah. So then like we would just move closer and closer to whichever school I would be, um, I would be attending. But aren't sure like middle schools and high schools similar like in like the catchment area? So like, is it, did it make that much of a difference? Um, But we, I think um, we also like for me, we did the sh- shift in cities too. Um, when I jumped from elementary school to middle school because mm. I was in Surrey in up until elementary school and then I went to Coquillum for middle school. Okay, yeah. Well, just want to ask that because like that point was interesting how like people sort of want to keep it a bit stable for the kids mm. but for you, you're like the one making creating the instability. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what about you, Josh? Like if you were to have... You said like right now... You're kind of liking where you're at. Yeah. But if something was to happen to that would want to make you move, like what would that potentially, what could that potentially be? I guess it's like factors that would force me to move. Like w- what we just talked about, marriage could be one of that. Like who knows, right? I might. I might all just, of a sudden. I'll, all of a sudden. I might just be walking down the aisle and be like, peace, guys. But. Um, <laughs> nah, or, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> as of not, as of now, not really because I can't. But um. And also, I guess in terms of opportunity, like if if I was able to get like a position somewhere else, then I would definitely take that opportunity to move and stuff like that. But, but I yeah. think it's also money is also a big factor. I think it is like finances because moving is can be costly. But like nowadays, especially with the real estate market in Vancouver, like you can't afford anything. That's all true. Do you guys have a place that you'd be intimidated to move to? Like say New York or like some kind of... Do you guys have any like places like that that would intimidate you? Texas. Really? <laughs> and Florida. Just because, you know... You I, just I, had... Like just now, you had a mixture of like a British accent and a Texas accent. Texas. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just... I feel intimidated, but because like... By you, Americans? By Americans and just like the stigma that there is of that place. I'm not saying that there's a, there are bad places. Like anyone who is listening from that place, if there is, like I, I don't, I have nothing against Floridans. It's just, you know, like the media portrays it in such a negative light, right? And you're just kind of worried, like, is that place really like what, how they stigmatize it? And if it is, I'd probably have a really hard time living there. And also the heat there, right? It's like the average temperature is like 30 to 40 degrees. So I don't think oh. I can survive there, but yeah. Be intimidated by that. Yeah. I think anywhere that's I don't know, actually. I don't know. I thought about it, but like um if I start to have a family, like it won't really matter. You can live end. anywhere. Yeah, I so think we so. could drop you in the middle of Antarctica. <laughs> I, was, I was just thinking that I was gonna be like Antarctica. Like as long as like you know, you have like the necessities. Yeah. Like I think it won't be like that. Alaska. <laughs> like for reals. What if we put you in Alaska? You have the supermarket. That's Yeah, like, I think it'll be fine. Did real. you know there's Because like it's hard to actually like socialize with people outside of your like group once you 
get stable. Ah, I yeah. think. I think because you're so focused on in creating a family and like making a family, especially um, if you are just starting out and you also like um, have a baby, then it's like you're really just focused on that. Right. I feel like. Mm, that's true. Mm. Did you guys know that though in, in uh, Alaska, there's actually unclaimed land still. So if anybody was to live there for, I think, three years... They get to keep the land, but there's oh, literally wow. nothing there. Oh, so yeah. Who wants to take the first <laughs> first yeah, dips on that. <laughs> Anyways, like I guess I asked that intimidating. Like, if are there any places that you'd be intimidated by? What if that place was intimidating for you, but it had the things that you wanted that would cause you to move? Like, say, opportunity or your significant other would want to move there <laughs> for some reason. You can take the first take, Josh. No, I, I, I suggest that you take the first take. <laughs> What's the question? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of the significant other. <laughs> Let's say that like place, I guess it doesn't, it's not as relevant to you because you said you're not really intimidated. But let's oh. say for Josh, what like what's your, do you have like a dream sort of, I don't uh, know, place. job opportunity or something? Job, <laughs> job opportunity? Yeah. That you want to take on? Yeah. I mean, right now what I'm doing is like, um, I, I'm kind of... Doing talent acquisition. Yeah, talent acquisition and my ultimate goal... goal, goal, goal <laughs> I can't speak right now. My ultimate goal is like to have a strong influence on a company and to affect its growth, right? To have a direct influence. And to have a direct influence, you have to reach like a certain position where your voice... and the Yeah, and the decisions <laughs> you make actually directly influence it. So any, any opportunity to work for even like a small startup company, that which is actually what I would prefer... So I can see my direct influence. What if that company was in Texas slash Florida, <laughs> Florida and they really wanted you? All the conditions are good, except right. it's in an intimidating place. All right, then I'm going to put on my cowboy hat <laughs> and I'm going to slander over there and make sure it works. Really? <laughs> yeah, I would. I would. Wow. But I, I think also, though, it would depend on which stage of my life we're at. So if I was like getting married and I have like, I don't know, like three, four kids, you're getting married, Whoa. but you already have three, four kids. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> Whoa, how I mean, does that work? I'm sorry. <laughs> That's so dangerous. You want to work backwards? <laughs> I'm sorry. No, so I'm married and I have like three, four, ten kids or whatever. What ten? the? You're going to have <laughs> ten kids. <laughs> and they're all old, right? I mean, if they, no, if they're in like their crucial time, which is like their adolescence. Yeah. Adolescence, sorry. They're like <laughs> developing. Yeah, they're developing. I would, I would try to not take any like move, right? Because... It's, you know, scientifically proven during moving during like those times where your development is just at its peak. It's going to, it could cause a lot of problems, you know, potential negative, negative uh, effects. There could be good ones as well, but I'd, I'd rather not, you know, what do you call that? Shake up the environment for them. So probably, maybe. That's true though. Cause like I've been friends with like, say PKs, pastors, kids, mm. and they're, they have to move around a lot. So like. This is like a, not a stereotype, but like generally a lot of them have sort of harder times, I think. Or not, not just them, but like just people that have to move around a lot as kids, like maybe military children or mm. like they have like a hard time, hard time with relationships. Mm, right, right. Because like you got, you make one and then it's like, it's like gone again. Yeah. Mm. Like the, I was just sharing one of these articles with David and Serena earlier this morning, but there, there was like an article stating about how like how much negative 
effects there are actually are in moving, especially for younger people. And I don't know if you guys watched the movie Inside Out, um, the animation from Disney. Yeah. No, I think you I haven't. It keeps reminding me of uh, the where like the, the characters are like feelings. Yeah. Oh, that one. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it, but I know about it. So the whole sadness. Yeah, the whole uh, <laughs> sadness. Oh, I don't. I don't think we should be doing that. <laughs> but the whole synopsis of that movie is like um, it's talking about the emotion characters inside a little kid who is you know moving and is in a stressful environment, and it kind of shows. It was very interesting because it kind of showed you know the characteristics of the psychological thought processes in a cartoon, right? And it that story came out pretty well. You know, she adjusted and, you know, she found happiness within her family and she was able to adjust to the move. But it's it's true, right? If you move a lot, you're leaving everything behind, right? As as a kid, your friends are super important to you. Mm. Right. Your your the family around you that you know is very important to you. Your environment is super important to you, right? But once you take that all away, first of all, your family gets shifted, right? Your parents are busy trying to get adjusted themselves. Less um, less interest in the, in the kid. The kid then has to find new friends and a new environment with a new teacher, and potentially bullying might happen, right? Where before she might have gotten along with her friends, and the differences in cultures as well, right? Like yeah. sometimes you thought this was cool in your culture, but when you actually move to that culture, you're like a complete loser. You're gonna have like a bunachungyo, which is like culture shock. Mm. So. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of things you probably have to take into factor, and I totally forgot the question. Sorry, I'm doing that. But you know what? I also think that um, for me, when I was moving, I didn't mind moving that much because, like, I enjoyed new environments. You're like a special type of breed. <laughs> You're a special type of breed, and like meet new people and like be in a new environment, like and having a new room. And, like, oh wow! <laughs> like I think it wasn't like I guess as. I grow older though, like a movie has become so tedious because I've obviously grown so much material in, yeah. in um, you know, my bedroom and like, like I've grown so much. What is it? Like I have so much, I have to move. Oh, oh yeah, like a lot of things. Physically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have a lot of like, I'm, what, what is it called? Like I'm very materialistic. <laughs> what is it called? I'm wanna, very materialistic. If you want to put it into words, I guess like I'm not very minimalistic. So, you know, when I do have to move, it's like, I think about that. It's like, oh, the packing is so tedious and annoying. Oh, yeah. I, I guess relate. that's like, if you want to talk about the actual factors of moving, I think that's what's very annoying, but it's kind of exciting. Minus that, that I go to some like a new place. Fortunately, when I moved here, like as a as a big move as a kid, like people, I guess like the kids here took my culture well. Yeah. So like during recess time, they would always want my seaweed. So they'll like trade, uh, you know, those crackers and like the sausage things. Yeah, yeah. They trade that for like my seaweed. Oh. And this was like chapchae or something. Yeah. Or, but then there was this one time where I was having um samgak kimbap, which is what triangle <laughs> sushi, basically just like seaweed wrapped in rice, and then you have like some set type of filling. Yeah, right, and right, we right. had mirchi filling, which is like anchovies. small anchovies. Oh. But then these guys have never seen small fish. And then dude, one of the- dude, it's like terrifying in the eyes of like children. Yeah, yeah. they were so shocked. They're like, "Why is this fish so tiny?" <laughs> what is and it, it doesn't really look. They don't look like fish. Like they look like, like. Parasitic worms. Yeah, because <laughs> they're so tiny and yeah. it's just—it's not very appealing. Yeah, but they're so good though. Oh, you don't like them? I 
I used to like them when I was younger, but yeah. I think as I grow older, they're not really. You need to eat them for, for strong bones. Yeah, man. <laughs> Calcium. Next week's episode. <laughs> Healthy eating. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Um, I guess. I had a sorry. I had yeah. a question. It's like really random, but it it was just it popped up in my mind when you were telling me about us about like how our parents moved to Canada and that. That was probably because they wanted to stir up some of that stability to have some instability. Mm. And I was thinking from a very like, like, I guess, scientific point, what if, would you guys think that our parents are one of those people that strive to, to kind of experience instability, right? They, they wanted to have a new experience and that's why they came out of our homeland country in the first place, right? Then in that case, do you think there are like a, a bit of genetics in that? So the people who actually moved out of Korea, their kids are actually a little bit oh. more open to experiences. They want to have that kind of same mindset as well. Compared- but you know what? I think yeah. for our parents, they a lot because a lot of times they won't. They'll already have you, right? They'll, they're like basically um, parents. Right. They have children, right. and they're um, moving for the children, not necessarily for them. Oh, I see. I see. You know, like yeah. they're moving so that. Um, their children can have a better quoted like um, environment yeah. or future. Um, so I think that's, yeah, I think that's mostly how it works. So they'll like risk um, the instability right. of like coming here and like obviously having to find a new job and yeah. like um, trying to find stability um, for you. Right. I guess, I guess that makes sense. But like, I was just curious about, the the fact that you know everyone has kids, but they all want the best for their future. But our parents were the small portion of people from our homeland country that were able to risk that, right? So I was just thinking, like, is that through genetics would that come to us? Would it differentiate us between the people in Korea? I don't think so. I don't think it's like genetics or like a biological thing. I think yeah. it's more of a cultural like development that we consume. Yeah. Um, as we live here versus people who've like lived in Korea for the rest of their lives. Also, like maybe just there were people that wanted to, but they just didn't have the like resources to. Right. That right. might be a factor too. But no, I, I think that's super interesting because you you hear at least for me, I hear a lot about like people from Asia or even like Europe or like those places moving to places. But do you ever hear about like Americans or like Canadians going to a new country with their family or something like that? Oh, that's true. I guess it's not more common. Definitely not. Yeah. That is also, yeah, that is very true. But I think also Asia is like, they have smaller land, but like, like very largely populated. Right. So I think that could be a factor. Mm. Yeah. Like spatial, like geographical, spatial, I don't know, influences. I think that's true. And, you know, Western culture is technically, as they say, the center of the world. It's like viewed as very like superior yeah. compared to the rest of the exactly. world. And it's getting universified, right? And there's a lot of proof of that, and especially in like even buildings, right? Like the traditional way of buildings in every culture were so different, but now you see the same kind of brick skyscrapers coming up in every single city. So... I think Western culture has a strong influence, but I, I also do think that it's there is a little bit of shift, right? Asian Asian culture is getting more popularized, especially with like examples like BTS. 
you see all these like Western people loving this. But but you also can't get away from the fact that everything's also being translated into English. That's true. Right? Ultimately. Like you can't move away from that. So yeah. ultimately if you look at it, like it's more so that that these Western cultures are consuming Asian cultures oh, I more see. so than that Asian cultures are having an influence on Western cultures, if that makes any sense. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I, can, I can see. I like that expression where you're saying that like Western cultures is eating up the Asian cultures. Right, right, yeah. right, right. That's, that's a pretty good way to term it. Eat it up like the BTS meal. Oh my goodness. <laughs> have you guys tried it? I haven't. I, I have. Have you tried it? No, I haven't. How is it? It's honestly... I've, had, I've seen mixed reviews on it. It's a money grab for sure. I mean, of course, of course, it's like marketing, right? That's what. Yeah. That's what it's for. So, but isn't it like the first time where in Western culture you see um, an advert for like celebrities? Yeah, that's true. Like on on like the food and stuff. Yeah, it's like Korea. it's not a thing. Yeah, it's literally. it's a completely Asian thing because yeah. you have in Korea for those who are not Korean like. Literally everything will be advertised by a celebrity. Yeah. Literally everything. Yeah. It's so much like advertising, but um, it's not a thing here. I've seen like meme celebrities also advertising too, like for like a meme product. Like, oh. like for example, it, uh, in Show Me the Money, somebody would, would have like a meme moment. Then oh, that would fit the context of like a certain product, right. and they'd get them they to advertise create, that. Right, right, right. <laughs> they would create a content based off of that. Yeah, that is very true. Yeah. Anyways, what's your review on the BTS meal? <laughs> it's just a sauce. You're just paying that extra money for the sauce. Is it it's, good? It's not that great. It's oh. not that great. I mean, I, I'm sure. I hope McDonald's doesn't sue us for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I'm, I'm loving it. <laughs> but, yeah. But I guess going back to the thing about like with um, sort of um, children of immigrant like background people, would they want to move around more? At least for me, because I have like diverse experience of sort of both cultures, I do see the value in that. Mm-hmm. So I, I do like want to like independently also like move around more and kind of get more of that too. You're moving soon. I'm planning on. That's Doing why a huge I, move. That's why I hosted this. The that's biggest sh- biggest move in your life, right? Yes. Essentially. Actually, I wanted to ask if you guys had any tips you could give for people that are about to move. Or like, if you were to move, what would you do? Like, you could do a big move. <laughs> you know what? I actually told Josh that when I was going to move to London, like at that stage, I was like, I'm literally going to cut off all my ties with my own. <laughs> I remember here. that. I remember that. I was so choked. I was like, what? And it was when like I wasn't that close with Josh, but we were having, I think, dinner. We were having dinner and like we were ha- we were conversing over like my move. And I was literally telling Josh, like, I'm so fed up with the <laughs> with all the relationships here. I'm gonna just cut off all my ties here and disappear like as if I never existed. She said that just okay, so there was like a moment where we were just getting like close to be friends, and she said that. As we were getting close as friends, I was like, dude, what? what? Like, like, what does that imply? Yeah, you're just going to cut everyone off? Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was at that point in stage where I was like very... So, tip one, cut off all the ties. No, don't do that. No. I mean, I guess what, like, depends on what your purpose of the move is. If you want to get away from all your, like, unhealthy relationships, then yeah, all for it. That's true. I mean, you be you. you. Uh, yeah. I mean, like... 
that kind of thing, that kind of move is a bit harder for me because I wouldn't. I'm not sure if I ever want to do like a move where it feels like um, I'm sort of fleeing. I want to make uh, my moves like, like meaningful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, I would. I haven't. I can't really give like good advice because I haven't really moved except that time I lived in Vancouver downtown for a bit. But I mean, I would research a lot about that neighborhood, kind of like look at look up at it and try to search for events where you can actually participate in. I mean, it's harder right now because of COVID, but be actively like participating in events where you can meet the people around there. So you can. I feel like if you're there, you're not really getting involved in the community. You're not really gonna get much out of that, right? Like, like if you're not proactive. Yeah, I mean, like take for example, I don't want to put my mom mom under the bus, but <laughs> you know she's been living here for what twenty something years. Sorry, Josh's mom. <laughs> yeah, but um, because she doesn't really actively engage with the community for twenty something years, she's still pretty much a Korean. But she's not really a Korean. Which is a lot of our parents, right? Yeah. She's become something like a Canadian-Korean hybrid, but <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. But you know, even she says that herself, right? She wishes she could actively get involved in the community. So mm. I think that you could do that. You have the resources to do that too. Dang. Are you guys um, of a type of person who is more um, like would be more prepared and like research something versus like winging it? I would like to be, but... It's which one? Hard to, I would like to be more, more prepared? prepared. Really? Because I don't know. You just feel like more safer. Mm. That's true. But then, like, matter of actually executing that is uh, not it's yet. Another. <laughs> yeah. But like that thing about actively, I guess, engaging with the community. Dang. I guess all the introverts gotta like put on their mask and go out. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Exa- I guess that's another thing. If you're an introvert, it's like harder for you. Yeah. To actually have to move and like Oh, that's true. And like try to squeeze and like adjust to a new environment is kind of like uh it's a very challenging uh, thing. This was just something funny I thought of when you said that you know when you move you go into a new room and you're all excited and it, it just referred back to like the movie Inside Out. I'm I'm sure in your mind you have all joys. You know? <laughs> and they're like, "Oh my god, look at my new room. Oh my god, look at that. Oh my god, I got I got like a like a door and a window. Oh my god, I like it." And for for people like introverts like me, it's like sadness. Oh no. It's a new environment. I have to meet new people. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. I have to talk to new people. Yeah, oh my god, what are they going to think about me? And she's like, oh "My god, I'm so excited." But yeah, I think that's pretty funny. Yeah, probably. That's also, I guess, different. Yeah. Any last sort of tips? Be excited. Yeah, be excited. <laughs> be excited. I think it's exciting, especially like at, if you're at an age where you are able to, I guess if you're in like young ad- adulthood, like it's more, it should be very exciting for you. I think it's, um, it should be exciting in a way where you're still at a age where you are able to like consume and like experience new things. So I think you should might as well take it positively and enjoy every moment. Yeah. And like, you know, the relationships you've had here were relationships built since you were young. So you had a different personality back then. So they know the entire you. But there, you can be a total different person. Dang, so I can start talking in an accent and they'll think it's natural. <laughs> exactly. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's kind of what I wanted to do. <laughs> to just go somewhere and pretend like I'm from Britain. Britain. No. Can't say the tea. No. But yeah, I, I take advantage of that and just try to, you know, take a new perspective. You don't have to be the same David that you're from here. You can be someone 
you know. Completely different. I should yeah. change my name. David's such a common Asian name. Yeah. It is. Anyways. <laughs> cool. Thank you. So, I guess to just wrap things up, um, how do you point fivers who have likely experienced a number of drastic moves, such as like from a country to another country, and as people who will likely move a few more times in their lifetime, what are your values in life that would influence your decision for change? And that's it. Have a great week. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>